Hello there. So I've been on this horrible spending spree kick lately, Laura, where I just like to go walk around Ulta. Yeah, I can relate to that, but I do it virtually. I do it on the website. I like to actually go into stores. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like I'm participating in life, especially because <laughs> I I don't go out for work, you know? So oh, yeah, I, yeah. So I get up and I go and... I'm always looking at things and I'm like, ah, why do I have all this like weird adult acne coming up? Why am I getting like breakouts and places on my face that I never have in my life? Like, why? This is stupid. I hate getting older sometimes. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, look, this overpriced stuff called retinol oil. That sounds like a good idea. And it's, it's what it sounds like. It's oily, but I guess it has retinol in it and it's supposed to help with the acne which is great, mm-hmm. you know, but oil's like really liquid and well, you know how oil, it's oily. Yeah. Did you get the ordinary one by chance? No, oh, okay. I got Dermatologica okay. something. Gotcha. I, I don't know. Um, I didn't, I should have looked at the price before I bought it, but I was like, fuck it. I wear my face every day. Yeah. This fixes it. Then great. Right. Um, and of course, when you're putting it on, it's like, oh, don't get it in your eyes. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. I better not like rub my eyes after <laughs> I put this on my face. Oh, no. So, oh, yeah. So I got in bed and um, and I was doing my reading. Like, I didn't put hand lotion on because my hand still felt a little oily from the oil, not like fully rinsing off and I woke up I've been waking up at three in the morning I've been exhausted and cranky all fucking week not from I just not sleeping well and um I woke up at three in the morning I started opening my eyes I was like oh why is everything fuzzy shit (laughs) and I was like everything is so fuzzy what the fuck is going on here this is this is awful and I was like oh my god oh my god what if the oil like like slowly, like while I was sleeping, because I just went straight to bed after putting it on. Like, what if it seeped into my like face and like got under my eyelids? Or what if I wiped my hands with my eyes? Like in your sleep, yeah. While I was sleeping, and then I got the retinol oil, and like retinol's gonna burn my eyes out. What if I'm gonna be blind? Holy fuck! So I got up and I was like, oh no, oh no, everything's fuzzy. I'm blinking as much as I can. I'm like rubbing my eyes with my forearm because I probably didn't get retinol oil on my forearm. I'm like going in the bathroom. I'm running the sink and just like throwing water in my eyes. And I'm just like, holy shit, what is going on? And then I walk out and I'm like, oh my God, everything's fussy. This is awful. Like I'm going to be blinded. But then I started looking and I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Oh no. Stupid. Like, why can I read the number on that clock? It's far away. I forgot to take my contacts out. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you silly goose. Here you were panicking, thinking you'd blinded yourself. (laughs) Right? For like 10 minutes straight, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. What do I do? What do I do? And then I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be able to read that, huh? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I just slipped my mind taking my contacts out be like who do i call is this an ice or an heat thing is this is this er is this urgent care like what do i do (laughs) yeah like i kind of need my eyes so yeah Yeah. that was that was a fun late night early morning adventure for me yeah on top of not sleeping at all i'm sure that was that was just wonderful yeah i like that you're getting into like skincare routines though because like that's that's i learned all that stuff on tiktok like all the skincare stuff it's been very very informative and now i have all of the skincare things i've spent lots of money although my retinoid is i use tretinoin which is uh like oh the, i have that too yeah yeah the one that i can get prescriptions so i don't have to pay for it because i've already hit my deductible for the year so suck it nerds noise yeah um but yeah those like the oily retinoid retinoid things like i had the i've had a couple of those and i'm like mm, i don't know if i like this but it's good for like starting out if you're 
new to retin-A or retinoids and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, give me the benzoyl peroxide. Give me all the harsh shit. Like, my face can handle it. Yeah. I use different for acne. My, like... My dermatologist was just like, yeah, the tretinoin will help with anti-aging, but if you are still having acne issues, you should probably just keep using the different, which is what I use. Um, but yeah, people, if you're listening and you're in your 20s, now is the time for you to be starting your retinoid stuff. You shouldn't have been waiting until your 30s to do it. You should have been doing it in your 20s, but better late than never, you know? Yeah, we look young as fuck. We do. Yeah, we're um, very young, gorgeous babies in their 30s, but there you go. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just have to take our word for it, though, because you can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But you know what isn't really young as fuck anymore? <laughs> oh, my God. What is not young anymore? That would be this podcast, Force Toast, a Star Wars happy hour, because we, today, whoa, we've only been joking about this for, like, six months. We are on episode 100. Boop, 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 boop. Yes. Yay. Thank you for doing the noise. Cheers and confetti and noises. Yay. Boo! Fireworks. It's May 20th. I'm Alice. And I'm Laura. Welcome. Huzzah. Okay. Happy hour. What are we drinking for this magnificent occasion? I had a fucking insane thing happen because I was making a drink and I bought, I didn't buy it. I made blood orange simple syrup. So I brewed tea, like blood orange tea, Mm -hmm. and made simple syrup out of it. And put in a little mason jar, and I poured some of the mason jar into the shaker, the cocktail shaker, shook it all up with vodka, which is clear, and Mm -hmm. with uh, triple sec, which is also clear, and then club soda. The only thing that had color in it was the blood orange soda. Had a lot of color in it. It was like blood red, right? Do you Mm -hmm. see this cocktail? Do you see what color this cocktail is? There's an orange. It's It's perfectly clear. What the fuck happened? What is this magic? There is like a bunch of that blood orange. So I like dumped out everything thinking maybe the syrup got frozen to the bottom. It didn't. I don't know where it went. I know the answer. Where did it go? Science. Mm. Now, I've, does does vodka neutralize the color of blood orange? That's my question. Sure. Next time you spill something red on you, just pour on a bunch of vodka, see what happens. I'm gonna. I'm sure as fuck gonna because I am mystified as to where the color in this drink went. I don't understand. It's good Magical. though. It's good. Tastes fine. So there you go. What are you? What are you, you drinking? You fancy as fuck. I have my uh, sugar-free Bev Glam wine. Is it pink? But this time, yes, it is a sparkling rosé wine, extra crisp plus extra fizzy. Yay! In a pink sparkly can. Well, cheers to us then. How cute cheers. is that? Yeah. Cheers. Bing. We we clinked over Skype. You guys just mm-hmm. again take our word for it. Yeah, I made the noise with my mouth Mm -hmm. for effect. I heard and Mm -hmm. saw it, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love this already. Uh, Uh, Housekeeping. Yeah, I skipped on down. I was just like, caravan of correction. Nope, nope, we're not there yet. Housekeeping, I talked about this on our last episode at the end, but I got to talk about my favorite ship, Din Djarin, Bo-Katan, on the Geeky Waffle YouTube channel. It's not out yet, that video, so as soon as it's out, I'll let you know. But I did that a while ago, so hopefully it's coming out soon. <laughs> um, and the same with the Star Wars uh, This Is Lit podcast, where we talked about Cataclysm. That's not out yet either, but stay tuned to my feed. I'll post as soon as those things are out. Nice. And then we talked about the Acolyte, and we talked about the Filoni movie, and we talked about Mandalorian potential delays uh, on the Jedi Way, and Kevin Smets yelled at me to read the Darth Plagueis novel, um, which you have also yelled at me for. So that's on my to-do list for some time, some period of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. Hashtag worth it. Yeah. But he said the same yeah. things that you've said about it, which is like, it could easily be canon. It could fit into canon, like, no issue at all. Yeah. Maybe slight tweaks, but yeah. for the most part, mm-mm, all good. Yeah. That's I don't sad. remember it, though, because I probably read that book, like, six years ago. Yeah. It's been a while, I bet. Because we've been doing this podcast, like, four years, and it was before, it was well before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was when I started reading Star Wars books. It was one of the first ones I read. Neat. I think the first three that I ever downloaded were Plagueis... Kenobi and uh Lost Stars. No, no, no. What's the Rogue One prequel one? Oh, Catalyst. Yeah. Mm. I never got through that book. I did. Yeah. It was not for me. So boring. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. On to La News. I think we're just like 
laughing ourselves silly at item number one. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> was this not the most outrageous thing that happened? This was two days ago when we're recording that the news that Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will be taking its final voyage on September 28th of this year. So it's been around, it, at that point, it will have been around a little over a year. I think it opened in March 2022. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is not shocking. No, not at all. But whoever, I think some people's heads are going to be on platters. Yeah. I'm like, somebody's head's probably going to have to roll for this because this was a fucking swing and a miss in a massive way, I think. I mean, like, I... I really do feel for the cast members because, I mean, all of that time and that that makeup that went into making them look like aliens and, like, God, they were performing songs and stuff on the actual quote-unquote voyage. I'm like, it, it sounds mm-hmm. like a lot of work on their part went into it, but the big picture concept should never have been executed on in this way. It's, it's at this price range, just why no plus i this kind of goes back to i'm curious what they're going to do with it or if it's just going to be a dust collector but to me having it just be sequel trilogy focused with a dinner show of ray and kylo fighting like i have zero interest in that yeah if they re they need to do two things with it one reinvent it maybe it's just a one night thing like murder mystery dinner party Mm -hmm. or something to make it hella cheaper but you know maybe every two years or year and a half yeah (laughs) they change the theme you know because it could be any time because this ship was around during the high republic right yeah well that's the other thing is that i mean this is i've seen a lot of people complaining about certain things or a lot of people saying the same thing over and over again which is number one why don't they just make it cheaper instead of completely closing it to like try and save themselves some money. Number two, why do they not make it so that they can change the time around? Because now you've got Boba Fett and Fennec Shand walking around Galaxy's Edge, and you've got Mando and Grogu walking around, which like doesn't make sense for the time period sequel trilogy wise. Like it, it just it just doesn't. So I mean, if you're gonna be mixing up the timeline anyway around the park, why not do it with this show? So yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of I wonder if, like, maybe them just closing it and writing it off as, like, a loss. There's, I wonder if there's some sort of tax benefit to that. I have no idea. Probably. Like, that. It, that's the only thing I can think of that would make it make sense, that they're just throwing the towel in altogether. I'm sure it's expensive as fuck. Imagine having to run the entire, like, HVAC system for that thing. Mm-hmm. You're fully indoors. You're in Florida where it's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. The AC is going to be blasting, has to be blasting. The utilities alone are probably batshit crazy. And then you have all the cast, all the specialty food with all the froofy shit, all of the, like, technology that you have to maintain. You've got to keep people, like, updating the apps. And there's just a lot to it. And maybe... Maybe there's too much to it, and I think it's too anchored in sequel trilogy time. Yeah. But curious to see what they'll do with it. Well, I've seen a couple of different things which I don't think are – I don't think there's anything proven in fact. I think people are just, like, either suggesting things or predicting things. But somebody said that, like, oh, it'll just become, like, a fine dining sort of restaurant or something that that's part of Galaxy's Edge, or it'll just look like a ship that's docked at Galaxy's Edge or something. I don't know. I'm like, because I also don't know the lay of the land or the geography of it. I'm like, where is it mm-hmm. even in relation to where, like, the Falcon is and things like that? Because Galaxy's Edge is not big. It's a pretty small section of the park, you know? It's just going to be a food court with nap rooms. Right. <laughs> that would be nice. I mean, that's really what Disneyland is, or Disney World is missing is nap rooms. I mean. I know what they should do with it. What? It should be a giant escape room game. Ooh, that would be fun. Make it like an hour long excursion thing or however long it takes you to build a lightsaber. Like make it something like that where you could go do some activity in there for an hour. An activity, an escape room, and a cafeteria. I'm sure that they'll rebrand it, but if it's if it's ge- if it's geographically far away, then maybe not. I don't know. Again, I just I don't understand. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a hundred hotel rooms. I mean, I would pay for an hour long nap. 
Anybody who's been to Disney World should know. Like, yeah. you need a nap in the middle of it. And you can't just go back to your hotel because then you have to get back and it's a whole thing. I'd be worried about, like, head lice or something yeah. from all the children. Mm-hmm. Because kids are gross. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. I got head lice in high school. Ew. From the kids I was babysitting. Ooh. I didn't know they'd had it until after. And I was like resting my head, like laying down on their couch. Yeah, it was gross. That's and I was gross. like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. No way. It was a nightmare. Ugh. God. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, part of Disney's statement is that they are going to focus resources on opportunities that will be more accessible to a larger group of its fans. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like, good for you for finally coming to the conclusion that having a hotel for the 1% was maybe not a bad, a good idea. Mm-hmm. Not great. Remember early days? We were like, oh yeah, we're totally going to do this. Yeah, we were totally going to go. We were all going home about it. I was like, I'll save up money for this. I'll go to this. And then we saw and then- it. <laughs> The initial <laughs> invitation came out with, like, the welcome to the Halcyon. And we were like, what the fuck is this? And, like, the little commercial. And we were like, oh, my God, that looks like shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so funny. Well, and apparently it wasn't, like, it didn't look like that so much in person. Like, apparently it was better looking in person from what I understand. But, man, they did not do themselves any favors. Leak in that <laughs> video or whatever of, like, the welcome video of the Halcyon. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know about that. So sad. Oopsies. Well, I'm curious to see what happens with it. I'm going to guess that it will sit and gather dust for quite a while. Yeah, I I didn't realize that there's like a very long sprawling history of defunct lands at Disney World slash maybe Disneyland. Like there are lots of projects, I guess, in the past that have sort of been like abandoned and just left for nature to reclaim and i'm like maybe this will end up being something like that i don't know that could be cool it'll be like i don't know like something <gasps> i know what? i know okay i want it to be like a west world type thing mm. where there's just like robot people who are around and stuff i don't know well i think that then i guess universal's down there and they could take it and maybe they could do something with that because there's a relationship there with universal Uh, yeah they could annex it yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. don't know what if someone buys it and makes it into their house i'm sure that the disney wouldn't allow it i don't know why not i don't know someone offered them like five billion dollars because it would be like jack sparrow and uh that one pirates movie where he's like Will the jar of dirt help? And she's like, maybe. And he's like, well, no, I want to keep it. Disney's like, no, I want it. It's mine. Like, but you're not using it. But I want it. It's still mine. They should taunt Elon Musk into buying it. He's a sucker. Yeah. Then he can ruin it. Then they can blame it on him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's a sucker. <laughs> oh, that's <It's> funny. <laughs> Ah, oh, alas. Yeah, well, so long. It's been uh, a great a time. Yeah, it's been a it's been a thing. Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, sorry. It has indeed. Yep. Um, I'm. I thought it would last a little longer, but whatever. I don't know. I'm kind of still cheering on the fact that it's like going away, not just because I got a sort of hit tweet out of it. So, <laughs> whoopsies. <laughs> 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 thanks disney (laughs) holler all right uh next up there are some rumblings about the dave filoni movie title could it be is it he the heir to the empire that was the thrawn book the timothy it was book right it was indeed um so this news came from a twitter user called my time to shine h that's their handle And I don't know anything about this user. They have a lot of followers. I think like 150,000 or something followers. And they claim 124,000. And they claim to be a film scooper, some person of scoops. And I have not, because I've not heard of this person, I just don't know if we can trust anything about this. But people seem to be buying into it. And uh, it's been the talk of the town for the last... Since May 16th, whenever, when this, when this news dropped or this scoop allegedly dropped. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. Heir to the Empire may not actually be the title of his film. For all we know, it might be a working title. 
of the film, like Solo had Red Cup and yeah. yeah. Big Bear, Naked Bear. What was that? Blue Harvest. Uh, what was Naked Bear? There was something Oh, Space Bear, bear was the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> naked Bear. Why was it naked? I don't know. <laughs> But I I would put Bunny on this being a working title. God, I fucking hope so. I'm nonplussed. <laughs> I mean, like, there's just no way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. It's so early on, too. Like, yeah. Like, it's gotta be a working title. I'm like, you can't even have, like, a real script written, right? Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about this. Let alone a title. I'm like, you're not going to give it a title before you have a f- script written. I don't know. That's just, it's, no. a, it's a bizarre piece of news, allegedly news, quote unquote news to leak. Because I'm like, yeah, it timing wise, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And yeah, the fact that there was already a book named after this, like, come on. I really feel that it's just the working title. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know about that. But Alice, say it wasn't. Say this is the title. What are your thoughts? I mean, that's fine. Mm, I think it's dumb. (laughs) I hope it's... Would you think it was dumb if you didn't know that there were Thrawn books with that title? No. I think if I didn't know that there were Thrawn books, I think I'd be like, oh, cool. Okay. And I would just go along my merry little way. But for people who read those books, it may be like a cool little nod to them and bringing them or, you know, just acknowledging that as part of canon. But I don't really care what the title is, to be honest, as long as it's not something stupid like Blue Face Man Presses Buttons. <laughs> I think that's also a working title, maybe, Alice. That could be a that could be a working title. They can switch it that to that. That is a better working title. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But I honestly, I, I just don't think they're going to go with this. I mean, like The Force Awakens, one of the original titles was Shadow of the Empire, which is super close to Shadows of the Empire. And they were like, no. We're going to call it something else. So I'm like, I feel like they just have, I feel like they've set a precedent where they're just like, we're, we're not doing that. We're not going to name shit after legend stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, it, this is fine. Interesting nonetheless, but we'll see. Filoni's yeah. movie, TBD. I mean, who is this dude anyway? We've never heard no, of him. No, we haven't. I so. still, or dude or chick or they person, like it just doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't know what any, I have no idea. Like I could scroll back and be like, did any of the things that they leaked two years ago come to fruition? But I'm not going to do that because I just don't care enough. And it's going to be so many years away. Right? I feel like. That movie's a ways off. I mean, they want to do that, like, Ray movie, I think, first. But we'll see. Okie dokes. Mando season four. What's a happening? What's a going on? No one knows. Is it delayed? Is it not delayed? Can it be delayed if there was no date to begin with? We had the piece of news from John Favreau that he had written scripts. They probably weren't finalized for season four, but he had written them. So mm-hmm. did they have a production date? I don't know. We don't know how these things work, but there are sources saying one thing and other sources saying another. The same Twitter user who was like, hey, the movie's called Heir to the Empire, is I think may have been the first person who said... That Mandalorian season four is going to be delayed because of the writer's strike. So again, grain of salt. No idea if we could like actually buy into this. But one of the trades that we de- we usually can depend on is Variety. And they're saying no. They're saying that it's not delayed, that there wasn't really a date to begin with, and that they had sort of planned for this break. I think they'd been planning, I guess, for the writer's strike. I'm not sure how. I guess they knew it was coming or something. I don't know. I mean, there's only one writer for the show, right? Right? Yeah. And also, Mando and lots of characters were masked the whole time. So they could just say stuff, and then it's easy to make them say something else later. Right? Could always change that script later. Yeah. After it's already been shot and shit. Right. Advantage, you know? Part of the reason (laughs) they probably do it that way, but... Yeah. <laughs> Quick fix. Yeah, because, you know, I was watching, um, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, okay. Did you get a, a content warning ahead of time that there was going to be animal abuse in it? No. I wish I had been prepared for yeah, it. Yeah, I got a five-minute warning. I was not at all prepared. I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Yeah. And it, it was great, though. I really loved it overall. Same. The music was excellent. It was. Yeah. Um, but when they were ro- rolling the credits, because it's like, God damn it, there are two post-credit scenes. I've got to wait through all this oh, shit. God, of course, the second one was so fucking stupid again. I mean, there must have been 
500 people involved. And I'm just like, okay, if you could do a voiceover of a person in a mask to switch some words up, like, would you do that? Or would you put 490 people? <laughs> like, there's so, I didn't realize how many people were fucking involved. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder how many people get involved for this. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm glad you liked uh, Guardians, though. I enjoyed it. I yeah, enjoyed it, too. it was really good. I was super pleased that I saw it. And now I'm excited about Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones preview was in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I keep hearing good things about mm-hmm. it. Um, Did you see the article that was like, or the headline? I didn't read the article, but the headline was hilarious where they were like, Harrison Ford gets a lukewarm standing ovation for the Indiana Jones movie at Cannes. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? A lukewarm standing ovation? (laughs) That means someone did it and everyone else just did it because they felt like they had to. Yeah, but still, like a standing ovation. Like, that Mm. sounds like so big. It's just, the whole thing feels like an oxymoron. It's just ridiculous. It's a really funny headline, though. Um, But yeah, as far as Mandalorian season four goes, Jordan Mason was in the same, uh, from Cinelinks was in the same boat as Variety. He had said that last he heard that it was season four was still on schedule and they'd been planning for the strike and the production wasn't going to happen until later anyway. So makes sense. I don't know. Deadline is the one who like is the source. It's just like, it's delayed. Like they're. They're all in on that side of the coins. What's that quote? Like, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's listening, did it really fall? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, something like that. That quote, if that is right, I don't think it is because it doesn't make sense. Um, But, like, we never had a date for Mandalorian season four. No, we didn't. They Everything gets delayed anyway. So, like, is it truly delayed? Or are they just, Mm. is this just bad press where people trying to be like, get the writers back to work? It's not the writer's fault, you guys. It's the studio's fault for not negotiating with the writers who should be paid a, you know, decent wage. Okay? Yeah. I mean, Scarlett Johansson won the the screaming, haha, the streaming stuff. So, like, it should be a precedent, but. Yeah. I don't know. What do I know? Hmm. Okie dokes. Uh. Next up, we are getting a Disney gallery of Mando season three. Yeah, I'm real excited for this. Um, Somebody I thought a while back had been like, because people were like, where's our our Disney gallery episode? And people had said like, oh, it's usually like two months delayed, like after the actual season comes out. So this is about right. Timing wise, June 28th is when we're supposed to get the Disney gallery special on the Mandalorian season three. Very good. We don't have the date for Ahsoka yet, right? No, not officially. There was like, at one point there was a leak saying August 31st, but then they backtracked on that. And now it's still just August 2023 at some point. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, dokes. Cool deal. Uh, Next up, the Empire Magazine spread that we talked about, like 20 different articles in it last episode. It has arrived. It has arrived and it was kind of underwhelming. There really wasn't a whole lot of new information in it, especially not for those of us who were at Star Wars Celebration. This all felt very much like repeat. So I did not look at these screenshots because I missed that link. You say there is something acolyte that is muy interesante. See, and if there, if this acolyte information, this is kind of the one thing because they went through the acolyte and Ahsoka and Andor and they had an interview with Katie Sackhoff that was really charming and cute. And they had a thing with Kathleen Kennedy, thing with Filoni. They like all of the stuff that all of those people talked about all sounded like repeat information things that we already knew but the acolyte stuff at least for me i feel like i didn't know a lot of this stuff like a lot of this was news um so Mm. i was like maybe this is the only thing that actually had new information in it or maybe i just haven't been paying attention i don't know but one of the more interesting things i thought that came out of it was the fact that we got confirmation and again maybe we knew this and i just didn't know that the Mm -hmm. acolyte's going to be set over a century before the phantom menace Yeah. So that's, I thought we had gotten rumblings of that at some point, but the fact that they're saying over a century, I think is good because it just makes a little bit more sense as to why Vernestra looks the way she looks and the fact that she's present at all. (laughs) Um, She's going to be playing a, quote, elder Jedi master. What is her species again? A Mary Allen. Okay. Star Wars. Uh, 
I know we talk about, we don't know what their lifespan is, but. <laughs> like, um, maybe we do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, we don't okay. know, personally. So Star Wars fanon says average lifespan of 68 years. Those who were keenly attuned to the Force could live up to 200. That sounds legendsy. But I don't, yeah. Let's see. Here's Wikipedia. Yeah, there's that one article from a non-trusted source that says they live longer with the Force. I wonder if that's true for all species. Yeah, you would think so. But again, that feels like a legends fact that something established and then just hasn't been addressed yeah. since then. But yeah, who knows with Vernestra? I'm fine with her being whatever age she allegedly is. It doesn't really matter to mm -hmm. me. I'm just excited that she's going to be in it. Some of the other interesting little tidbits from this acolyte section of the article talked about how the elevator pitch for the show was Kill Bill meets Disney's Frozen, which is one of the love more it. intriguing things I think I've ever heard. I love that. The show is going to focus particularly on female villains and show villains in a new light. The bad do or the bad guys in this sort of age are the underdogs. Um, mm -hmm. And then the show is going to be about power and who's allowed to wield it. And it's sort of looking to answer the question, how did the Sith infiltrate the highest echelons of the Republic without anyone blinking an eye? Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting. I'm This This got me really a lot more excited than I already was. And I was pretty pumped, actually, for the Acolyte after seeing the trailer. Like, this is all extremely intriguing information. What are your thoughts on this? I'm excited about it. And the episodes are, is it 12 one-hour episodes or 10? I thought it was eight, maybe. Or eight. eight or 10. Something. Yeah. A lot. I'm I'm super pumped for it. I I still need to catch up on all the High Republic comics. I sat down and reread and reread issue one of Phase Two today, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is where all of the characters from Path of Vengeance are introduced. Is in not Path of Vengeance. They're introduced in the comic. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to sit down and read the comics then before I finish Path of Vengeance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's it's ne if it's really necessary, but you at least sort of get a little bit more of a slow intro to some of these people and who they are. Yeah. So yeah, Empire Magazine, not a whole lot else that came out of that. Um, I got it for free from my local library. So if you are super yes. interested in looking into reading this 20-page spread and seeing these cool photos and stuff that were clearly taken at Star Wars Celebration, and all the interviews were also done there, uh, you can find it on the Libby app at your local library if your local library uses that. PSA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, a potpourri of tidbits, if you will. Laura has been spending a lot of time staring at Hera. I am not spending a lot of time staring at her. I, somebody else pointed this out on Twitter, and I was just like, how the fuck did I not notice this? I'm like wondering why I thought Hera looked so weird, not only because she wasn't an animated cartoon and she was actually a live-action person, but the fact that her, like, leku, like, don't... It looks like there 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 sort of might be some of the design that she had like in Rebels. If you like zoom in, you can almost kind of see like a little lighter green on but it looks like just like a speck or something. So I don't know what the fuck I'm even looking at, but like why in the world would they have removed that from the equation? Have been like, "Hey, you it know could what? Be the lighting." Oh, yeah, I fucking hope so. Or maybe they're going to add them in post or something. Yeah, cuz this is a weird look. It's real strange. I guess I have to go back and watch the Ahsoka trailer. Maybe it's easier to see them in that. But this image, I'm like, oof. And this this image, I think, came from Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. It's, it's probably... I think it's more likely that it be the lighting or something they're adding more depth to than they forgot about it. Well, I, I don't think that they forgot about it. I think that they were, like, purposely made a decision to not include it for some fucking weird reason but i don't know i'm yeah maybe when we actually get to the show we'll see that oh yeah no they are there that looks more normal oof that green paint yeah makes her look old. yeah real it's not great it's not a good look at all mm. it's not doing mary elizabeth winston any favors whatsoever no yeah it's shocking actually yeah, it is oh unfortunate mm -hmm. all right um, so when I was trying to look up news and you'd already captured everything, <laughs> there was an article about Sabine lightsaber doing what lightsaber wielding. Mm -hmm. Did 
did we know that she was going to be swing swing and Ezra's lightsaber? Yeah, because we see it in the trailer, in the Ahsoka trailer. I don't think we knew before that that she was going to be wielding his saber. Yeah, because in this little article that I saw, um, she said it said something about maybe needing Ahsoka's help to fix it. And then there was a uh, God, what's her name again? A Al- Lizzie Borden, not uh, Lizzie Borden. Nat- That's an ex murderer. Natasha Lou Bordizzo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there was an article where she said that she was doing lightsaber training. It made it sound like she would be getting some good use out of it. Yeah, she talked about that in the Empire Magazine article too. Um, okay. And she, I think she talked about it with Entertainment Weekly. But yeah, she talked about how she's been doing like s- sort of different styles of training, like kind of training for like western style fighting but then also like samurai sort of style and it's been interesting kind of combining those two styles into whatever it is that sabine's doing in this phase of her life in this Mm -hmm. show but yeah i couldn't remember and i've been many i've been meaning to look this up for a while because i'm like why the fuck does she have ezra's lightsaber like i just did not remember what the fate of it was at the end of rebels so i went back and watched Mm -hmm. it and i'm like watching the finale and i'm like he has his lightsaber with him like what in the world are we looking at here but before he goes and leaves to go to Thrawn, he hands his lightsaber to Chopper, who obviously then gave it to Sabine. But yeah, we see her with it in the trailer. We see her like looking at, I think, the the hilt. And then we do see her actually like using it, at least in the extended trailer. Now I don't remember if the real trailer had it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, should be cool. I'm really excited. Yeah. For the Ahsoka. I'm sure that there's going to be a bunch of people who are just like, why is this non-force user woman using the man's Jedi lightsaber? Harrison Ford did it. I can't wait to hear all of that. Oh, yeah. No, but nobody questioned that because he's a man, Alice. Yeah. Everyone will be questioning it. John Boyega did it, too. Mm -hmm, But he's also a man. True. So prepare thyself. Speaking of not men... Rise of the Red Blade, the book that I'm very excited about and Alice is for some reason underwhelmed about. Um, There's a new excerpt out. Alice, did you read the excerpt? I did. It is a long excerpt. Again, this is Delilah Dawson. Um, She hasn't had a Star Wars book in a while. Pretty sure. I think. Black Spire. Yeah. 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 I think so. Um, So, yeah, it's been a shocking while for her. Yeah. but it's about a Padawan who becomes an Inquisitor. And it kicks off, or at least this uh, excerpt kicks off, where it's kind of just her internal monologue a little bit. There's an allusion to something that happened where maybe she used the dark side because she's got to have a mantra of, like, chill the fuck out, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they are all, there's a whole bunch of Jedi, like, crammed into one of the clone transports with the mission to go rescue obi-wan from being assassinated on geonosis um so it'll be cool to see how like all of that got planned out but i'm still kind of like okay like how long are we going to see that stuff if it's about her becoming an inquisitor because the inquisitors didn't exist until after the Clone Wars. It kind of, I feel like from the publisher summary, it sort of seemed like they were going to be jumping around in the timeline a little bit, which is unusual for a Star Wars book. We don't do a ton of that in Star Wars. It tends to be sort of one kind of continuous story. But, and so, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but that that's sort of how I interpreted it, was that we would be kind of seeing different periods of her life leading yeah. up to and including her becoming an inquisitor i kind of almost got the impression that like there won't be a ton of it actually about her being an inquisitor but that could have just been them teasing the mm-hmm. sort of i don't know but i thought this was great i mean this whole excerpt is set during attack of the the film attack of the clones it's great yeah i just like the higher public stuff is so good it's kind of hard to top it yeah plus i'm on my like tolkien kick mm. yes trying to get through all that before the next rings of power not going to get through all of it that will be impossible for me but because they're slow reading and very tedious um but i've got a lot of books do you think that if we were to turn on attack of the clones and watch the arena scenes that we could potentially find a character somewhere in the background that kind of looked like this 100 percent. yeah and we could be like oh my god that's what's her name iscat akaris i don't know if that's how her name is actually pronounced that's what it looks like 
Iscate. There's no E at the end. Ice skate. Ice skate. That's it. That's her name. She is a Padawan of the Republic, and she's only ever known peace. This is great. And loves rollerblading. Yeah, that too. What? Hence her name, Ice Skate. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can I help it? Yeah, there's going to be a Barnes & Noble exclusive edition of this book that's going to include, uh, I think, special cover art or a poster or some shit. Um, but the excerpt itself is on StarWars.com, and we will link to it in our show notes because I thought it was very intriguing, and I'm very excited for this book. Honestly, as much as I love The High Republic, every now and then I like a little break. I like taking a little break, doing something else, seeing what else is happening in other timelines. Yeah, but not... I was underwhelmed with the Cal Custis book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, duh. That was... And fuck. what other books have we had recently that aren't High Republic? That whole book was a choice. Um, um, We had Shadow of the Sith, which was decent. Was that a long time ago? No, it wasn't. It was somewhat recent. Um, I had a whole, I had a gigantic stack of Star Wars books behind me, and I just took them and donated a bunch of them this past week because they were taking up space. I'm like, I read the ebooks and I do the audiobooks. I don't need these. But yeah, I keep select ones. I donated a handful when I moved. Mm, yeah, that's good. But yeah, there hasn't been a lot. It's been a lot of focus on the High Republic, and you will get no complaints from us on that. I guess a lot of the those queens trilogy some at least one or two of those came out while the Howard public was going on yeah that was when i just didn't have time to read because i was life busy sure basically all right well what else do we have here i think let's go ahead and go to a drink break that works We are back. Recap on tap. We're not quite going to recap, but perhaps a uh, some initial thoughts. Path of Vengeance came out like two and a half weeks ago or something, and we've both started reading it. Laura, I think you're a little ahead of me. What percent are you on? I'm about 40% through it. Okay, so I just looked at my Kindle, and I'm only at 36%. Oh, okay. So not far. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, I've been really trying to power through it because I'm like, I am, I, I need the audiobook. If I had had the audiobook, I would have read this book through twice already or listened through it twice because I'm like, I, this, it's just taking me so long because I just don't usually have to read. <laughs> yeah, I just, I like my bedtime reading a ritual. No spoilers, right? Like, we're not going to spoil anything because we don't know how it ends. So, <laughs> right. Fair warning. There's not much to spoil at the moment. No. Um, I'm really liking it so far. I'm excited to see where it goes. However, it is not at all what I was expecting. It's not bad or good that it wasn't what I was expecting. What I was thinking is like, okay, the Jedi are going to like flip their shit. They're going to go on a war path. This is going to be crazy. And it would just take like a complete left turn from everything. Um, But what it actually is so far is it is the Battle of Jeddah onwards from mostly marta rose point of view so this is what this is where marta went into her own book (laughs) yeah exactly so it's it's a lot of it's taking place yeah immediately in the aftermath of the battle of jetta some of it overlaps actually a little bit i feel like with the battle of jetta kind Mm -hmm. of um and then we're sort of into leading up to the battle of dalna And we're seeing it, yeah, from Marta's point of view. We're seeing a lot of it from Yana, Rose's point of view. And we're seeing, once you get a little bit farther into it, closer, I think, probably to that 20-30% mark, you start getting the characters from the main run of the comics, from the higher public comics. So you've got Jedi, Padawan, Maddie, and her master, and all of the people that they're sort of associating with in the comic run. Um, which I guess I think Yana shows up at some point in the comics and we see some events play out that are then referenced in this book. You get sort of a recap of like what happened with them in the comics. But I was, I guess if I had been reading the comics, I probably would have been fine with it. But I feel like there's a couple of really big things that happen in the comics that they're just kind of glossing over in this book. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh yeah. And then this happened. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's kind of, oh, Jesus. All right. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. Well, I think there's one thing that I saw someone reference that's in the comics of a Jedi who can like repel the levelers. 
right? Like there's a mention of that. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. When they're talking about trying to steal the Rod of Daybreak, which I think is the Sailor Moon wand. Mm. And then what I also think is really fun is people like shit talk the Everini, which is the rose, the family rose. um, Species. Species. Yeah. And someone was like, yeah, I heard they talk to dead people. And you're like, whatever. And you kind of ignore it. And then all of a sudden, like, Marta's talking to Kevmo and... And Yana. It's Yana, and too. And Yana's talking to... Core. Core. Yeah. So that's cool. I I really... I think that's pretty interesting. See, that's funny because I thought it was almost like a little bit redundant. I'm like, do we need to have both of these characters talking to figments of their imagination slash dead people? Like, that... It just seems like it's it's a lot. It's fine. And I think we you sort of get to it comes to a head at some point, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah, it, it's it's interesting. There's some interesting things with this book. I guess I when we talk about expectations, I kind of thought that we were going to be picking up after the Battle of Dalna a lot quicker. And like I'm 40% into this book and we haven't even gotten to the Battle of Dalna yet. So, or maybe we have at that point, maybe it's happening and I'm not I'm not there. Um we're in, I'm I'm somewhere else in the galaxy while that's happening on Dalna, but it's just kind of bizarre. It's interesting. Well, I don't think I even read like the summary of it or any. Excerpts I, I don't think for I did it. either. Yeah. So I I just went in blind, but I assumed because of the word vengeance that it would be a war path for the Jedi, and they would all just go like batshit crazy and mow people down. But nope. I assumed because we already saw the Battle of Dalna that we would just pick up after that. But I assumed wrong, so it's a, okay. <laughs> I am really enjoying it, though, and I'm curious to see where it goes. I think what I might do after this is pull up the comic run and scroll through those before well, swipe through them before picking up the book again, which won't take very long. Comics are fast. Yeah, and I don't know if it's if there are any references made to the Blade comic at all. I, as far as I can tell, no. I think it's just that that run of the high republic phase two comics but i thought i think i read the first three and then i think like yana shows up in like the fourth one or something like that mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a, i'm behind but i'm i went back to the beginning and reread the first one today and i'll i'll keep going because yeah i would like to get caught up up to date with who these people are yeah so i think i'm gonna pause finish those and then when we talk about it a little bit next episode, I'll be able to recommend if you should read the comics before the book. Yeah. That's my game plan. Okay. Got it. I, I'm already at a point where I would recommend reading the comics before okay. because I just, I've just gotten frustrated. And I feel like this is a thing that came up a lot with Lost Stars where people who weren't reading the comics or even some people who were, were just like this whole thing that's happening with Avar and Kiev Keeve in the comics like some of this should have been in lost stars it's kind of bizarre lost that stars? we're less not lost star, fallen star okay. should have been in fallen star like some of that yeah. story needed to overlap but they're like because they're two separate stories it's just like you kind of like all of a sudden you're now you're back with like avar and keeve and it's like wait what what's happening how did we get here so yeah. i but i was keeping up with the comics then so i didn't mind i wasn't really missing it i already had that story but mm-hmm. the only frustrating thing about that was the release order because i think the comics were or the book was so delayed or something after the comics had come out i don't know i don't remember what the order of what was but i do remember there were a lot of delays but yeah path of vengeance i don't know I'll be curious to see where it goes. I'm sure by the end of it, I'll like it, but I'm I'm at a weird sort of frustrating point with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm super enjoying it. I have no idea where it's going to go, and I like kind of that surprise because I still feel like there's a whole lot of different directions that it could take. Um, I hope Marta murders murders murder murder. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope Marta murders the mother. I hope somebody does. That'd be amazing. Off with her head. Yeah, somebody's got to. She's a piece of work, man. Calling it now. Marta's gonna murder. I want to look up the Everini lifespan, just off curiosity. Yeah, I remember being sort of curious as to like how Marta is related to Martian, because I'm like, we know who Martian's dad was, and we know who Martian's grandmother was. But and her name was also Marta. No, it wasn't. We just yeah, we established was. this. We looked it up because it wasn't Marta. It was something else. Oh, I thought I thought it was maybe established that it was a different Marta. Mm-mm. It was something different. Because okay. we thought that, and then we talked about it, and we were like, oh, no, her name was Shala. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But we don't know what her, what how, what her relation is to mm-hmm. uh, Marta. Or Yana, I, mean, I guess. Yana, which... yeah. Yana's the other option. But Yana's, okay. Yana's gay, so I don't know. I mean, maybe they can just have babies or, I mean. Yeah, that's true. I could have a baby without a partner if I wanted. Yeah. Very true. I don't know. We'll see. I guess that would be that would be kind of a twist because I think everybody is sort of anticipating that Marta is somehow related to Martian, and because I'm sure mm-hmm. that's what they want us to think, and maybe yeah. she is. I don't know, but that would be a twist. We'll find out at some point. Inevitably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Path of Vengeance? No, I don't think so. That's uh, be curious to see where it goes. Um, I'm hoping I can knock it out sometime in the next two weeks before, or the next three weeks, whenever we record next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I feel like i should be able to um but who knows mm-hmm. life okie dokes on to listener email question tweets etc we got a couple good ones we had a couple people reach out with some fun little prompts this week and fun little comments um a lot of people just on instagram are like congratulations 100 episodes and we appreciate that one person wrote in listener larry on instagram wrote in with a question Alice, what character would you make a show around that doesn't already have a Disney Plus series and is not part of one now? Oh, that's really hard because I would pick almost anything High Republic to see on screen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, but part of me is also like, mm, no, I want High Republic to stay sacred. I don't want to see an end of on screen. I'm in a weird like in between with that. Like yeah. it would be cool, but I'm also like, Mm-mm, hands off. Don't touch it. Let me have this. And I would, I don't know if this really counts. I still would like to see Dark Disciple on screen. Oh, God, yeah. Like an animated Dark Disciple? Either one, actually. Okay. Okay. Just anything Dark Disciple on screen. I know that Ventress has been a main character-ish in Clone Wars, but not like a Disney Plus show, Mm -hmm. specific show. Got it. I'm just going to say that counts. What about you? Um, I got a couple. Um, some people would argue against my my wants here because people would say that Bo-Katan was, in fact, the center of the Mandalorian this season, and she was. But I would like a Bo-Katan uh, series. Specifically, I would like to see The Purge of Mandalore. I would like to see mm-hmm. all of that go down on screen and see who was involved and who wasn't. I would also watch a Reva series because I want to see a whole thing about like the path with her and Quinlan Voss and whoever else shows up in that sort of mm-hmm. time period. And again, people would probably be like, Reva was the center of the Obi-Wan show. Sure, kind of, but not really. Um, I want to see the after. Yeah. And then I would totally watch a Sabe series. Oh, I was just about to say that. That just Fuck came to yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yes. 100% I would watch a Sabe series. Um, I... And then I guess my only other thing is, like, no more Vader. I just don't need any, like, people are just like, oh, do a Vader movie, do a Vader series. We have Vader movies. We have so much Vader content. Let it lie, Mm -hmm. man. I'm done with Vader stuff. I don't want any more. I want everything else that isn't that. So, yeah, thank you for the question, Larry. Fun stuff. We got a little fun fact, useful tidbit from listener heather yeah this wasn't a question it was just a fun little thing um and i i freaking love this actually um there the fun fact was that ewan mcgregor's brother colin mcgregor is a pilot in the royal air force and his aviator nickname is ob2 his call sign (laughs) is ob2 um cute yeah and they actually do look a lot alike yeah all right um, nice. And then our last little comment here, little comment we got was from listener Little Pickle, and she reached out and requested recap on tap for Star Wars Rebels if we're doing a rewatch, or maybe just do like a five, a, you know, five favorite episodes um, recap. Uh, she also just did a rewatch in anticipation of Ahsoka, and uh, yeah. She said her her my favorite comment she said was God damn it how is Chopper not in jail for not in droid jail he's such a little asshole and he is he is indeed so many war crimes committed well we've got some news for you we'll be dropping bonus episodes at random one for each season we won't be going through all of the episodes we found a website of a dude who highlighted ones in bold that he thinks were important so we'll just watch those and recap five minutes ish an episode and don't know when they'll come out. It'll be when we have time. Yeah. So 
yeah, hopefully we'll be able to focus in on anything that we think might be relevant uh, for Ahsoka uh, whenever it is. That comes out in August. So yeah. Surprise. We got plenty of time. But yeah, be on the lookout. Uh, you can stay tuned to our Instagram feed and to our Twitter feed. And we will post when those bonus episodes are coming out or when we anticipate them coming out or just randomly when surprise. we drop them. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're excited to do that. I haven't revisited Rebels in a meaningful way in a really long time. Like I rewatched some Bo-Katan stuff and I rewatched the season four finale this the mm-hmm. other day. But yeah, I'm excited to like go back and see how my interpretation and appreciation of it has changed over the years because i imagine it has changed quite a bit yay yay shall we next get into trips 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 hundred trips 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 okay logging into my shit hold on a second i'm gonna give you some of my real questions None of that Trivial Pursuit shit today for me. I um, Fun fact, when I was on with the Demolantas, I learned that pretty much every single Star Wars trivia player in the Schmodown used the same method for studying. Like, really? we all use the same platform that we use to, like, create our study wow. guides. I'm like, that's hysterical. Not all of us, like, not literally everybody, but, like, a lot of us used the same stuff. <laughs> Uh, made me laugh. I was just like, oh my god, we all did it. Here, I thought I was I thought I was so clever and smart, and I'm not. I'm just the same as everyone else. Amazing. I love that for you. Uh yeah, me too. What do you think? Do you want to go first? Should I go first? Um, I will ask you first. Okay. Uh three questions. Sure. Which two qualities does Queen Amidala hope Palpatine can bring back to the Senate if he is elected Chancellor? Sanity and compassion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who reveals the location of Chancellor Palpatine aboard General Grievous's flagship? Hmm. Um, that would be R2-D2. Yay. Mm, which movie does not feature someone saying, may the force be with you? Oh, fucking hell. Uh-huh. Is it Empire? Return of the Jedi. Okay, great. Wonderful. <sighs> Fucking original okay. trilogy. Okay, well, for that, you're getting Return of the Jedi questions. Alice, no. are you ready? That. No. Okay. Question number one. In the assaults on the Death Star 2, the Rebel Squadrons included four colors. Red, green, gray, and what? Gold. That's correct. That was a Schmidt question. Straight up stole it from them. Let's see. What is the name of the green Twi'lek slave dancer in Jabba's palace? Ula. Correct. Well done. Oh my god, I got two. You got two. (laughs) Uh, Question number three. I want the entire first sentence of the crawl. Go. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It wouldn't happen. No. In Return of the Jedi, what are Emperor Palpatine's last words besides, ah, before that? What are his last words? <laughs> Damn it, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Good. Good. That is incorrect. The correct answer is, and now, young Skywalker, you will die. Ah, uh, will die did cross my mind. Mm-hmm. But then I could just hear him in my head going, good, good. <laughs> and <was> ah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's what, what can you do? All right. We did all right. We did okay. Go team. Yeah. Both two for three. That's cool. Um, we got a new limb watch. I'm glad you're keeping track. Yeah. I'm kind of just hoping listeners will tell us, but. Nah, man, I got this. Yeah. I mean, it, listeners will have to tell us if there's like shit happening in the comics because I'm like, I'm not, we're not reading those. But there is a random alien in the Path of Vengeance that loses a hand. So that's not a spoiler, I don't think. And I, it's, I don't think it's anybody, at least in the part of the book where I'm at, it's not anyone meaningful. It just is a thing that happens. Right, right. So Limb Watch, as far as we are aware, is now at four. Um, Laura is well on her way to winning unless we lose a lot of limbs in the upcoming 
what, seven months left of the year? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, like, Ahsoka could lose, like, each finger, and then that could be ten more that you get right there. I don't know. Is a finger a limb? I don't know. I think limbs are just arms and legs. An appendage limb yeah. watch, yeah. Mm. There you go. All right. Uh, what to expect from our next episode? We are doing summer hours. Mm-hmm. So every three weeks instead of every two because summer. Yay. Hopefully we'll be done with Path of Vengeance. Other than that, oh. Ah, yeah. Who knows? Hopefully Whatever. we'll have like, maybe we'll get more Ahsoka content at some point, but that'll probably be closer to actually the show coming out. But maybe we'll have a release date by the by the next time we record. Oh, it's possible. Or like a new trailer mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. Some clips okay. or something. Um, I think cool. that there was a Disney investor or something that happened where they got to see something from Ahsoka. And I don't know if it was a featurette or a behind the scenes thing or a clip or what, but I feel like somebody got to see something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't. Couldn't be me. Last but not least, toast to Laura. Um, I got a really nice birthday card from Luis. It was my birthday earlier Aww. this week, and I had a lot of birthday fun. And he sent me like a hand-drawn card of Din and Bo and Grogu, and it is mm. the fucking best. It's so great. I love it. Um, and then my other toast too is that there's this place in Chicago that opened that is a tattoo studio, but or a tattoo salon, but it does they do like temporary ish tattoos. Like you do like mm-hmm. you get them for like one to three years, and so oh. yeah. And so I don't know what the process is. I don't know if it's like still a needle. I don't know if it's the same thing as like getting a real tattoo. It just fades after a while. I haven't looked into it, but I'm like, okay, cool. I want a Star Wars tattoo now. So I went back and rewatched the entire Kenobi show the other day, and I was taking some notes of some stuff that I could do. But what I really wanted, I have a very clear idea, actually, at this point of what I want. I just need to, I need to go back and rewatch The Mandalorian <laughs> um, to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I know what you should do. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You could get a tattoo of a face on your face. (laughs) You could get, like, Bo-Katan's helmet and, like, glow-in-the-dark ink or some shit. (laughs) At night. (laughs) It looks so That's so stupid. What is wrong with you? Wait a minute. Could you even see it during the day or is it just a thing for nighttime? I think it maybe it would show like a light, you know, <laughs> like if you use glow in the dark paint on things, you can still see like a light color of it. That would be funny. Yeah. I vote Laura gets a face on her face. <laughs> show of hands. Anybody else? No. Okay. Alice has two hands, two hands up, two limbs, if you will. Um, And those... <laughs> It's a no, no. and But actually, what I was initially thinking was that I wanted to do something really small, like behind my ear. Mm-hmm. And I I think I might be nixing that idea and going for something bigger on, like, my oblique. Like, you have, you've kind of yeah. got one on your oblique Star Wars yeah. tattoo. So I might do, I might do that. But nice. I got to figure it out. Um, but yeah, now that there's, like, a thing where I'm just, like, I don't have to commit to this for life. Like, Exciting. Yeah, I like that idea. Just in case, too, though, you want, don't get any... Like, in case it doesn't fully fade and you just need to get, like, a laser swipe at it, mm-hmm. um, look up colors that don't unlaser well. Okay. Like, yellow is one that doesn't. Black, the black comes out pretty easy. And some of them fade. Like, I have, like, a little henna colored thing and it's, like, almost completely faded away. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yellow but, isn't in my in my current idea, but black is. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah search colors that remove easily i will do that that's good to know yeah i also have to just like look more into this tattoo salon in general and figure out what they're all about but yeah one to three years and it's a fairly new place somewhere in the west loop here so i'm excited that's awesome i know i'm excited so what are are you toasting to this week um so well when we talked last time i was going to star wars symphony night and it was most excellent and the conductor was really funny he kind of broke out like the music into chunks of two or three. So like, here's Phantom Menace. Here's some fun facts. Ha ha. Let me tell a funny. Oh, cool. Um, delightful. And then for like before the intermission, the batch was across the stars, followed by like one of the Rogue One songs, Jen's 
Hope or something. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, so those got played back to back and I got emotional. It was so good. Oh my God. I love that. That's so cool mm-hmm. that they did that. Do you think that they'll come back and do it again? Was this like a touring thing or what? No, it was uh it was like the local city symphony. Okay. And the uh and I just know the conductor was from Charlotte, but it was just kind of a one time thing but they do they do things like um ugh, i wish it weren't thanksgiving and the day after thanksgiving they're doing home alone <gasps> where the movie's playing and they're playing the music oh that's so cool i bet that's fun know, but you're gonna be gone for thanksgiving aren't you yeah yeah that's too bad so that's a bummer but yeah it's, it's just completely random when the local symphony does things so that was really good um also so ever since my like foot snafu on my peloton bike a, I haven't really real wanted to use it that much. B, the shoes, like I'd have to get new shoes, which I don't really? want to spend money on. C, when I was at my friend's house in Hillsborough a few weeks ago, I got on her elliptical a little bit and I was like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Um, so I'm like, maybe I'm not getting as good of a workout from this Peloton. A, B, I'm not using it enough. So they're going to come pick it up, but I'm going to keep oh, the app. Okay. Because the app workouts are really good. They are. So I've, this past week, for the first time, I tried their treadmill workouts just on one of the apartment complex treadmills. They are so much fun. The music, like some of them have such good soundtracks. I've exercised every day this week to a walk. Cool. And I am loving them. And my last toast to is my friend's birthday's next weekend. So I'm going out to her house again and I'm going to make a cake for it. And we're going to feast on cake and baked brie and cheese and crackers and all the things. And it's going to be a delight. Fun. Alice makes really good cake, you guys. This is like her thing. Like does very beautiful decorations, makes good cake. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, can I so, comment on the Peloton thing? Because you also last week mentioned the Star Wars ride, and I actually did it, and it <gasps> was so fun. It was really? so delightful. Yeah. The guy that does it is, like, one of my favorite instructors, Sam Yo. Um, he oh, was... Yeah. He, like, quoted – he's, like, doing, like, Star Wars quotes and things, like, in between, oh. like, making all these references. Like, homeboy fucking knows Star Wars. Um, and his Peloton ride was great. And, yeah, it was all Star Wars, like, film scores except for, like, there was one Mandalorian, the mm-hmm. title track or whatever. So I Amazing. hope that they do more of those. He also mentioned that he wants to do a Marvel one. I don't know if there's, like, something stopping him from doing it, but he's like, I want to do one for, like, Marvel scores, which there are so many fucking good Marvel scores, too. So that'd be cool. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, dokes. I think that wraps up episode 100. We finally made it so we can stop joking about it at the beginning of every single episode like we've been doing for months. We're not sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us if you've listened to all. 100 plus I don't know how many bonuses we've done over the years it's been a while since we've done those but yeah if you like what you hear leave us a review we love those you know smash the five star the like whatever the things are on however you listen and spread the news about our little show send people our way word of mouth is a great way to be found yeah and you can do word of mouth on social media it doesn't necessarily have to be a vocal word of mouth you can say, uh, hey, go listen to at Force Toast Pod on Twitter. You can use that same handle on Instagram. That's at Force Toast Pod. You can also email our show if you want to get in touch. Send us an email at forcetoastpod at gmail.com. And subscribe to our show on all major podcast platforms, including Google, Amazon, Apple, and Spotify. 100. 